the lovely Sarah Palin. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Sid. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I mean, it's a very uh, nervous time here in New York. Tensions are high. And when the FBI director, Chris Ray comes out yesterday, Sarah, and admits that we've had gaps in intelligence, well, they're worried about putting a guy like Donald Trump away. Thousands and thousands of legitimate terrorists have come into our country, and they want to kill us right here in New York. So I'm doing okay, but tensions are very high in this city. Well, yeah, and you're you're right that uh, New York City would be the target. It, y'all are the center of everything, right? Like culture, uh, the economy, the way things are marketed, the way our businesses are run. So much of uh, what affects our daily lives, even way up here in Alaska, the center of it all is New York City. So, of course, symbolically even, that uh, would be where they – the bad guys, where they want to target to send the loudest message. And that is why people there, of course, need to be so vigilant, but around the country, too. And uh, let me preface, too, by saying, you know, I, maybe I'm the only one in America who's never watched one episode of even one of the Real Housewives of something, something. What? Ever. But never, never. But if I, I know a couple of the gals, though, on a couple of shows, and I really like them. I just... I've been busy doing other things over these years. Why? Well, no, no. You're busy. You, 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 you know, a vice president, uh, maybe Trump's uh, person, who knows, politics, uh, hockey games at, with Ron Duguay. But if they ever come up, if they ever come up with the real housewives of Fairbanks, I got to <laughs> think, Sarah, <laughs> I, I, I got to think you're in. You and Duguay would be great. They had Tiki Barber and his wife in Jersey last year. <laughs> How about Ron Duguay and uh, Sarah Palin would be great. <laughs> yeah, you should see when Ron's up here, though, and we're off the grid and, you know, there's some kind of snowstorm and he's out there chopping wood because we have no electricity. Oh, my gosh. You know what, though? The way that we live up here, gosh, once in a while I think, okay, yeah, mock the way that I live up here, y'all. And then you're going to be knocking on my door someday saying, oh, now we realize we've got to shoot our own protein. We've got to grow our own food. I'm coming to Alaska. They can do it there. Well, you still do all that in all seriousness. You're out there shooting your own protein, growing your own food. I mean, you don't have any restaurants at all in the whole state? Oh, my gosh. Yes, we do. <laughs> of course we do. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, no, I mean, the conditions are not glamorous. The conditions are not uh, super ideal. And, uh yeah, you should have Ron talk a little bit about that. But so way up here even, we are vigilant, though. People are paying attention to what's going on, and much of that includes looking at what's going on in New York City and seeing the preparedness there and seeing if New York City, if the um, leaders there can be role models in terms of of other uh, state officials around right. our country, right. uh, knowing what to do, being prepared, uh, because, um, yeah, y- you know Hamas is here. Y- you know the terrorists have infiltrated. Why wouldn't they have, right, with an open border? N- nobody's been vetted as they come on over. So, um, yeah, it- it's just uh, to be cognizant of that is just imperative for every American. And you're right about the officials here. You know, uh, my buddy John Katsimatidis, who owns his station, and I love him, He has told the mayor the same thing I have, Mayor Eric Adams, which is if you do well here, you will be publicly celebrated all across the country. You can't say that, for example, about the mayor of Fairbanks. But the mayor of New York City, if you do that, you become a a worldwide figure. So the pressure is on. But I have to bring up our mutual friend, 
Donald Trump. I know that you were on this station months ago talking about how if, if in fact, he called and, and wanted you to be his running mate, of course you would take it. But above and beyond that, he spoke yesterday and he said, listen, three years ago, we cannot have imagined any of this. Forget about inflation. Forget about interest rates. Forget about Ukraine, Russia. But I had the Middle East under control. Abraham Accords, Israel about to become friendly with Saudi Arabia. There were no issues. People were not dying. And he's right, isn't he, Sarah Palin? Yeah, absolutely. I consider the tinderbox that is the Middle East. Now, the leader of the free world has some responsibility to make sure that that tinderbox does not explode because America's interest would be affected. Have if America's interests aren't affected somewhere overseas, we need to stay the heck out. I, I'm so sick of war. I hate war. I know, you know, as we send our sons and daughters to fight the wars that the old men in Washington, D.C. call, uh, I know that those kids, when they do come back, they don't come back the same. That's one aspect of, uh, of what happens in war that is adversely affecting our culture is these poor vets who come back and you know there's we're still looking at 22 23 vets a day who are killing themselves it it's it just you know the personnel that we send to fight and what we're not doing for them when they return is just one aspect of why i'm so sick of war i i do not like war so the leader of the free world has responsibility and this is what donald trump he's told me this he said If Biden were serious about keeping a handle on what's going on and stopping Hamas, stopping the the terrorists once and for all, he would he would let us know that. And I do appreciate that he has the support for Israel that he does. And he articulated that recently. However, to send the message and if that message includes taking action, we must do that. The leader of the free world must do that. Otherwise, no, that tinderbox, it does explode. and, and, And. yeah. yeah, I mean, he's got That's so many he's, 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 he's got so many mixed messages as uh, Biden, you know, on one hand, he, you know, he's supportive of Israel. On the other hand, he's complicit in Iran's strength. You know, he loosened the sanctions. He enforced nothing. He just gave him six billion dollars just a couple of weeks ago. So I keep saying I know him like a broken record. He's not supporting Israel because if he was, he would not be supporting Iran, which he has done even back to his Obama administration at the same time. You can't be both. That's why to me, Biden is a creep. But I want to get to the um, the actual money situation, Sarah. If you were in Washington, D.C. today and you were sitting there with uh, Hawley and the rest of these folks and it came to you, would you like to put together a money plan that includes Ukraine and Israel, or would you rather right now just concentrate on Israel? Let me go on record and tell you, I'm sick of giving money to Ukraine. I have no idea where that money is gone. I really mean this. I have no idea where it's gone. It's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Putin is a clown. I mean, right now he has shown he can't win a war in his own backyard. Right now Israel needs that money, solely Israel. What does Sarah Palin think? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And yeah, you know, before we even got um, ourselves involved in Ukraine, we knew it was commonplace knowledge that Ukraine was the third most corrupt country on earth. And yet we've not vetted those whom we are working with, uh, where the money's going. You're making a good point there. So yes, the uh, support, financial support um, that needs to be out there, it, it needs to be going to Israel. Talking about Iran, I don't know if people paid attention, but some years ago, Donald Trump, before he even ran for president, and I, uh, Ted Cruz, 
a couple of we were out there on the steps in Washington, D.C. of the Capitol, a large rally, protesting Obama's deal that he was striking with Iran because we knew money was going to go there. Of course, it was going to be a nuclear deal that was going to, in the in the end, at the end of the day, harm America's interests. We were out there protesting it, bringing to light what this deal was all about, and it's being made manifest now, the problems. So there again, Donald Trump, you know, kind of prophetic even, if you will, those years ago out there protesting, and he, he was a citizen of America. And um, yeah, I knew then too. He, yeah, he, he's in the arena. Gosh, he's duking it out in that battle of ideas and principles and vision and and he's the one who needs to be there and that was years ago well you're right about that he did all of that and um look i didn't love him 2016 i voted against him but i'm an adult and and i can admit when i make a mistake most people can't they either loved him when he came down the escalator or they hated him i didn't love him and uh, now he and i become pretty good friends and i do love him i want to ask you about uh, arizona because of course John McCain was running for president. He named you as the running mate, and I become really close with Carrie Lake. She's running for uh, Senate in the state of Arizona. Do you have a relationship at all with Carrie? Any thoughts on her? Well, I noticed that she called the other day, and I'm trying to call her back. I know she's a, a busy gal. And, um, yeah, I mean, if, talk about tenacious, a, another person whom we want at, at the helm. We want someone like that, whether it's, in state leadership, where it's national leadership, those like Trump, again, those who, at this point, we feel like we've got nothing to lose. We know we have a country to lose, so we're willing to do anything to fight for what is right, to fight for the people. But when the media has done to you what they try to do to Kerry, certainly what they've done to Donald Trump, and yet he's still standing stronger than ever, uh, you, you have nothing to lose. So you're out there doing the right thing, uh, not holding back. It's balls to the wall to do what's right for the people, the will of the people. And Carrie Lake is one of those. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.